Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hey, hey, welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for choosing to listen to this crazy show called Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Um, if you have never listened to us before and you're wondering what this radio show is all about, Messy Adventures in Living is was really created um, as a way to invite questioning of beliefs and um, points of view and challenging things that are that we hold in place that are keeping us limited and not allowing allowing us to choose and create the life that we would really like and um, messy adventures in living is really about not waiting for everything to be perfect not waiting for all your ducks to be lined up in a row before you get started before you get started in creating your life and if you notice it's called messy adventures in living and not messy adventures of life because I really think that um, jumping in and getting messy with your choices and choosing and then choosing again and choosing again is is really a, is living um, and waiting for all the lights to be green or waiting for all the ducks to be lined up in a row is not exactly living you might you might be building a life that way but it's not the same as living. It's a really, really different energy. So um, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Messy adventures in living. We talk about all kinds of crazy things on this show. It's fun. <laughs> so um, if you would like to join us, uh, join in on our discussion, there are a couple ways to do that. You can um, join us in the chat room. It's the online chat room. If you go to a to zen.fm, um, you can click on the upper right-hand corner on the red bar, says chat room, pick a name, enter it, and you can play with us and you can ask questions and comment in the chat room. Um, if you would like to call in to listen, you can do that. Um, the numbers are at the top of the screen on the a2zen.fm website. Um, you can call in to listen, you can call in to ask questions, you can call in to comment and just chat and have fun with us here. Um, I would love to have you contribute to this conversation. Um, and you are contributing to the conversation, even if you're listening now or in the future. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I am Petrina Fava, and I'll tell you a little bit about me and some of the things that I play with in life, in my life and living. <laughs> um, so I do a whole bunch of cool things, and I be a whole bunch of cool things. I'm a mom. I have three great kids. They are ages 12 and 9 and 6. And I have a lot of fun um, with my kids and learning a whole bunch of new things from them. I'm also a registered nurse in the great city of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I've been a pediatric nurse for 19 years. Um, I'm an author of three great books. You can find them on Amazon.com. They are called uh, Creations, Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pre uh, Pregnancy and Birth, and uh, Possibilities in Parenting and also The Power of Releasing Judgment. You can check them out on Amazon.com. And 
Uh, I am also an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. Um, there's a very cool body of work called access consciousness that is really gives you some tools to empower you to create your life, uh, empower you to acknowledge what you already know uh, rather than seeking outside uh, sources to kind of direct you and tell you how to have a good life. Um, it's really funky. It's really cool. It's a little bit weird, and it's right up my alley. And if it's something you think you would be interested in, you can check it out at accessconsciousness.com. We'll be talking a little bit about it on the show. We'll be using some of the tools of this great modality. So what are we talking about today? Today, our show is all about habits. And the title of the show um, the title of the show is Creating Habits or Making Choices. So let me ask you a question. Do newborns take twenty one days to build the habit of eating? Do they need motivation to poop? They just do it. Right? What do they know? What awareness are they willing to have that we as adults are not? Do habits really bring success? Or are they autopilot systems that actually dampen your awareness? If you're truly excited about something, do you need motivation? And if you're not excited, why are you choosing it? Is it because you feel like you have to? How many things in your life are no choice options for which you've decided you need habits and motivation to make you do them? And is this really how you would like to live? What if you never need to create a habit or build motivation again? What if it's really okay to just choose? So, I really wanted to talk about this because I've been seeing a lot of and hearing a lot of people talk about building habits and, um, um, you know, reference to uh, one of the one of the great um, best-selling book called The Seven Hab- Habits of Highly Effective People, and um, you know, just I think in my search for um, creating something greater in my own life, I seem to be coming across a lot of talk about habits and. There's some weird energy on habits for me, and there always has been, because I have never been able to do anything by habit. I've never been able to keep a habit. I have never been able to develop a steady habit and stay committed to it. And, of course, I made myself wrong for this for most of my life. What's wrong with me? I can't stick to anything. I can't create a habit. I don't have any willpower. Uh, I just overall suck. So, um, and, you know, I, and I've started to look at this idea of habits and really wondered if this is the best way for me to create my life. Um, so what about you guys? What is it about habits that you would like to know? What is it about habits that you, what, what ideas, what beliefs about habits have you decided are true? Have you decided are correct? Um, have you tried to commit to a habit or create a habit and have failed? Or have you tried to commit to a habit and actually has that worked for you? Um, what about the bad habits? Um, you know, what bad habits do you have? Um, have you decided that you have or have you t- been told that you have and have you tried to break those habits without success? 
and what is all of that bringing up for you? Those are kind of all the things I would really like to explore in the next hour. So let's let's think about our childhood, right? So when did we start learning about habits? And so I was just talking about newborns. And, you know, do newborns create a habit of eating? So there's, you know, there's a very famous quote or there's a, it's, I guess it's not a quote, it's like an idea or a theory that it takes 21 days to build a habit. And it, that it takes 21 days to like, you know, break a habit. 21 days, something that someone discovered generally takes 21 days for something to become a habit. Um, if we look at kids, or not even kids, like let's really look at newborns. Newborns don't take 21 days to create a habit of eating. They're born and within seconds they're eating, right? Um, they're eating right away. They don't need to form a habit. They know how to do it. Um, they don't need to create a habit to poop, and they certainly don't need motivation. <laughs> I just I picture this like cheerleading squad, you know, like come on, you can do it. You can have your first poop. <laughs> like they don't do that. <laughs> they just they feel like they have to poop, and so they poop. <laughs> so you might be thinking, come on, Patrina, you're oversimplifying things. Like what? are you talking about is not the same we're adults and we're more complicated well i beg to differ <laughs> i really think that um if we if we look at kids and we watch them we really can learn a lot about following our awareness and following the awareness of our bodies um instead of doing this crazy mind thing that we tend to do as adults. We get really caught up in our brains and overthink things and do things like try to create habits and uh, think that we need motivation to do things when actually we can just choose. So what are some habits that you learned as a kid? What is your earliest memory of learning about habits? And when I started to think about this, I started to realize how early we as children are taught to almost unlearn our awareness in favor of a lot of things like habits. So habits is one example. There's a lot of things that we learn to that we learn that seem to replace awareness. So what the heck is awareness, you might be wondering. Well, awareness is can also be described as a knowing or an intuition. It's not thought, right? It's something that we just know intrinsically. Um, a lot of babies know a lot of things intrinsically. And, and when I look at my own children and in general, how we raise kids and how we think, how we teach children, so much you know, in my opinion, so much of what we do is actually, it's almost like we train the awareness out of our kids. And when I started thinking about habits and the habits that I learned when I was a child or like when was the first time, you know, what was one of the first things that I learned as a habit, um, what actually came up for me were two, eating and sleeping. And I thought, to myself, wow, that's really interesting. Eating and sleeping are things that as babies we do pretty naturally, right? A baby will sleep. A baby's not going to just stay awake for hours on end. 
Babies sleep and eat on demand. They know when their bodies need to sleep, know when their bodies need to eat. They don't need to develop a habit. And here we go as adults who we think we know everything, and we feel like we need to teach them these things. We need to teach our kids how to eat. We need to develop a routine, right? This is so common among new moms, and I completely um 100% bought into this point of view when I was a first-time mom. Uh, babies need routine. Um, we have to we have to set up a routine for them so that they eat on the schedule and they sleep on the schedule. Really interesting, right? Um, so what happens is then we start to create a schedule for them. We start to create habits of eating at a certain time, or sleeping at a certain time, waking up, we only allow them to sleep this. I mean, there are an enormous number of opinions about eating and sleeping in newborns. But the idea is that we need to create some kind of routine. And I know that routine and habit are different. But the point that I'm trying to make right here is how much do we enforce routine and habit on very young children, how much of that was enforced on us, in an effort to create, I don't know, what is that? In an effort to create the life that we think that they should have, like the the way that we think they should function, or in an effort to create them fitting into our lives. Yeah. Scrambly. It feels a little bit scrambly. So we're we're going to clear some of the weird energy that's on this. So everything this is bringing up, all of the the confusion around trying to get into a routine that you experienced as a child, all of the cloudiness that that created, all of the confusion that that created for you when. Here you were going about your day using your awareness and choosing as you went along. And here comes this adult saying, no, 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 you have to do it in this way, in this routine. You must create this habit. Everything that created, all the confusion that created for you, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Awesome. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and buck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So that is the access consciousness clearing statement. It is uh, a whole collection of words that is short form for a very long explanation of something, which I'm not going to get into on the show. Um, if you would like to read about it, you can go to theclearingstatement.com. It's really cool. It has its own website, and um, you can learn all about it there. But we're going to use it a little bit on this show just to clear some energy as it comes up. So um, we talk about stuff, energy comes up about it, a charge comes up about it, it brings up something in your past or brings up a, something sticky for you, and we see the, the clearing statement and it clears the energy. Um, so that's the clearing statement. So let's just go to break. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on FM. Today we're talking about habits or choices. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? 
Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you for joining us. I am Petrina Fava, your radio show host, and today we're talking about habits, creating habits, or making choices, what is going to really expand your life? Do you believe that habits bring success? Did you buy this idea somewhere? Where did you buy it? Um, and what part of your life did you buy it about? What habits have you tried to create? Um, so many areas in our lives where we think or we believe or we're told that habits are what's going to get us to a certain outcome. Right? Um, it's going to bring us success. If we have habits, if we form habits, then we're, we're, we're on the right track. And I don't know about you guys, but habit, I just, I just don't do habits. I cannot stick to one thing. And I, every day, over and over, the same. Because you know what? It's really freaking boring. A, boring. Like really boring. <laughs> and it's not. That's just not the kind of life I would like to have. I, cannot live a life where I have the same routine every day over and over and over again, 
habit, 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 habit. I like to create my life different. And I made myself wrong for not being able to commit to a habit for a long time. And you know what? I don't do that anymore because it's much more fun and it's much more expensive to wake up in the morning and ask a question like, hey, who am I today? What adventures can I have? What's required of me today? What does my business require? What do my children require? What does my husband require? And choose based on questions that I'm asking rather than doing things from habit. Much more fun. Much more fun. And so um, what is a habit exactly? Let's look at what a habit is. Habits are heavy. Yes, in the chat room. Thank you, Keisha. They are really heavy, right? It is such a heavy energy. So there's a tool in Access Consciousness that goes like this. The truth will make you feel light and a lie will make you feel heavy. So something that's true for you will make you feel light. And something that is a lie for you will be really heavy for you in your world. And it's different for everyone. You might feel it in your body. You might not. Um, But you probably kind of get the gist of it. So when you think about habits, oh, when you when yeah when you consider habits, does it give you a light feeling or does it give you a heaviness? Um, for me, it really is heavy for me as well. In general, when I think even just mention the word habit, um, the same thing all the time in the exact same way every day. Twenty one days to build. A habit. Repeat something the exact same way for 21 days. Um, and besides not being fun, really, what it what this is about for me is that it, this takes me completely out of choice. Completely, there's nothing about a habit that's choice, really, except that you're choosing a habit. <laughs> um, but, you know, what if you could live your life choosing in every moment, choosing in every 10 seconds, choosing everything, rather than functioning from repetition, functioning from habit. And the thing with habits, too, is that habits are based on conclusions. There's no question in a habit. So what if you could create your life from question and from choices, how much fun would it be to ask questions every day about what your day would be what can be like and what possibilities are available to you on any given day? And then how much fun would it be making choices, right? Messy adventures in living. How much fun is it to make a choice, even if it's messy and even if you don't have all the answers and then seeing what shows up and then choosing again, you know, is there anything about habit that ha- has the same energy as that, right? The energy of getting up in the morning and asking, what can my life be like today? What can I choose today? What's required of me today? What would be fun to choose today? You know, what can I choose? And and then make a choice and then get the awareness of what that choice creates and then make another choice, a similar one or a different one. How much more fun is that than waking up and doing the same thing over and over and over again? Um, and besides, it's not, you know, and besides being fun, you might be thinking, well, hey, life is not about fun. And as I've said before, I beg to differ. But even besides the whole it's not fun part, does 
functioning from habit actually create your life? Does it create your future? Does functioning from habit really create your future? And you might say yes. And functioning from habit can create a future. But it's a future based on conclusion about what the right outcome is supposed to be or what the good outcome is supposed to be. Because there's a lot of people that do well with habits and who live by habits. So please get, like, I'm challenging this idea of habits, but I'm really not making habits wrong. I'm just trying to get you to question a belief that you might have about what habits are and what they're what they create for you. So you can create your life based on habit, right? You can develop habits for exercise, you can develop habits for going to school and you can develop good study habits, you can develop good exercise habits, you can develop eating habits, you can develop parenting habits, sleeping habits. You can and you can probably get to whatever successful outcome you want to get to with habits. But it's based on conclusion. It's not based on question. So, for example, if you, like, let's say there's a habit that you have based, that that's an exercise habit. So, um, you go to the gym every day at 5 p.m., and you do half an hour on the treadmill and then 20 minutes on the bike and then five minutes on, you know, you go and do a bench press or something. And this is the habit that you have decided or you're told is going to create, create, you know, the six pack or something. You already have a conclusion in place about what is right. And that is a certain body size, let's say, or a certain look of a body you already have the end result in mind. You already have a conclusion in place about what is the right outcome. So then you're building your habits based on a conclusion. So what if you could identify a change that you would like, right? So most of us are creating habits because there's some change that we want to create or a change that we want to maintain, Like we brush our teeth three times a day because we want to have sparkly white teeth. So what if you went to the gym? What would it look like if you went to the gym and didn't work out from habit and you worked out from question and choice instead? What would that look like? Well, you could ask a question. Hey, body, would you like to go to the gym today? Yes, you can ask your body questions. So... This is a humongous assumption about habits, especially when these are habits that pertain to bodies, right? Exercise is a huge, huge, huge example of this. In general, in this reality, we assume, we we don't even consider the possibility that we can communicate with our bodies and ask it what it would like. This idea would sound absurd to a lot of people. And habits one of the underlying assumptions of habits that pertain to bodies is that our bodies have no point of view, have no, um, nothing to contribute to the conversation, right? We have decided that it's important to exercise and that we should be a certain weight 
and that uh, we should look a certain way. And we're going to get our bodies to do it. And we're going to do that by creating this habit of going to the gym and working out 30 minutes on the treadmill and then 20 minutes on the bike and then 10 minutes at the bench press. Conclusion, 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 conclusion. <laughs> no question. And you might say, yeah, but that works. Look at the body that I got from doing that. And my question to you is, was it fun? And was it kind to your body? And what did you actually, really actually create? Because just because you got a certain outcome that you think fits that thing that you've decided is the right outcome, it doesn't necessarily mean that your body is happy and thriving. So you could instead ask some questions. Body, would you like to go to the gym today? Your body gets excited, gets turned on. Awesome, let's go to the gym. Okay, body, we're here. What would you like to do? How would you like to play today? Oh, we really like the elliptical. I actually really like the elliptical machine at the gym. Okay, let's get on it. How many minutes should we do? I don't know. Let's just try. How about if we don't have to program 30 minutes? We can just get on and play until we are ready to change. So let's go to break and let's let's think a little bit. I invite you to think a little bit about all the habits that you've imposed on your body in an effort to create a change. And in doing that, you're, what you're actually doing is creating a change from conclusion. So what have you what habits have you imposed on your body in an effort to get a result that you've decided is positive? Okay. Let's go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Zen.fm. I'm Patrina Five and we're talking about habits or choices. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The BARS is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. 
the best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hello, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Welcome back from break. We're talking all about habits or choices today, and I'm your host, Katrina Fava. So before we went to break, we were talking about bodies and habits and how many habits we impose on our bodies without asking any questions and without considering the possibility that maybe, just maybe, our bodies want to have a want to have a say. Hello, you know me, your body over here. Can you ask me what I want? <laughs> um, so just over the break, um, just uh, wondering a little bit about some weird energy on this topic and some energy of kind of confusion and I don't know what that is and just wondering how many, how much habits have actually not been questioned. Um, How much do we not question habits, which is kind of the point, right? A, A habit is something that we don't question. That's exactly what a habit is. It's something that we repeat without asking any questions. We it we just do it over and over again, and any time a question comes up, actually, any energy of like, oh, I don't really want to do that today, we're told or we're taught to disregard that, that that's what willpower is. So how much is our habits actually a way to stay out of our awareness? And how much is the idea of having willpower resistance to awareness? Because if you want to do something, if you really desire to have a change, you're going to choose it. But if... Okay. What is this energy? So, wow, I really have a sense of this 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 twistedness around habits. Um, wow, it's gone. Okay, <laughs> it's gone. It'll come back. the 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 amount of unawareness that is underneath habits is really incredible. It is basically functioning from unawareness, repeating something over and over again without any awareness of what's required in the moment. So have you been using habits to keep you out of your awareness? And have you been keep have you been using habits to keep you from choosing 
because essentially habits are not choice. What I was what I was considering what I was thinking about before I was not able to put it in words right now is that energy of when you're pushing yourself to maintain a habit, when you're essentially forcing yourself to maintain a habit because you've decided that this is the right thing to do, how much are you squashing your awareness? Like how much are you totally pushing aside your awareness? Is that what willpower is? The idea of having willpower is actually the 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 pushing harshly aside of your awareness, right? So you've decided that you're going to go to the gym every day at 9 o'clock and get on the treadmill for 30 minutes and you wake up this morning and you have absolutely no desire to get up and go to the gym. You really, really, really would like to go to the mall instead. But you've decided that this is the habit that you want to form and that it's going to, you're going to commit to it for 21 days. And so the, the, niggling, the niggling awareness of actually today, let's go to the mall, is judged as, oh my God, you're lazy, you just want to go to the mall. You lazy cow, get off your ass and go to the gym. Judgment, 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 conclusion, conclusion, conclusion. Completely numbing of your awareness. And so who knows what else that might have created if you had gone to the mall, even if it was something that it could have created for your body. We don't even consider that possibility because we've decided we have a conclusion in place that the best thing for our body, the best thing to do in order to create a body that we would like to have is to go to the gym and get on the treadmill for at least 30 minutes. And we decide that we're going to have willpower. So everywhere you have misidentified and misapplied uh, unawareness as willpower, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, poison, beyond. Yeah, how much effort does willpower require? Thanks, um, Keisha, the chat room. Absolutely. It, it, does, it does require an enormous amount of effort. And the thing is, in this arena, with this discussion of willpower and habits, effort is praised, right? Effort, we don't even, t- I think, you know, that's what, I think that's where all of this energy of confusion comes in because we're talking about fun and ease and awareness and then habits and willpower, how much effort does willpower require? Yeah, exactly. The effort and, yeah, the hard work is what's valued. Effort and hard work and habit and motivation are all kind of tied together. So, you know, how much have we bought these lies of your life has to be hard and in order to get results? And everything that is and everywhere you bought that lie, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what if things could be easy? And, you know, what if you could have ease and with your choices? What if you could just choose to go to the gym? I recently joined a fitness gym last month after 42 years <laughs> of deciding that I didn't like gyms. Never once have I had I ever stepped foot in a gym. Never once in my life had I stepped foot in a gym. But I decided that I wasn't going to like the gym. 
because I had a conclusion in place that people who went to the gym were stupid people who pushed their bodies really hard and didn't listen to their bodies, and I was not going to do that. And I have been getting very uncomfortable with my weight. It's been very hard for me to play with my kids and move around and run around and sleep at night. And I finally chose to join a gym. And guess what? I really like it. (laughs) And my body really likes it. And it's exciting and it's fun and it's playful. And when I'm there, I have caught myself making lots of conclusions and deciding that I have to do A, B, C, and D and that A, B, C, and D worked yesterday, therefore it's going to work today and that I should have a habit that I should start on the elliptical and then go to the bike and then go to... I chose to go to the gym finally after 42 years of judging that it was wrong to go to the gym. I just made a choice. You might... You might think that I was motivated. You might say I was motivated, but I really was not motivated. And I know that because I just know that. <laughs> because it was it was a choice. It was just a choice and it created an awareness. The awareness that actually it was fun and that I had a whole bunch of judgments and conclusions in the way. So This actually really ties in, since we're talking about motivation, I wanted to look at this the energy of motivation as well with habit. Habit and motivation really go together in this reality. Um, You know, what exactly is motivation and how much judgment is tied into motivation? Again, I'm not making motivation wrong. How much do we use judgment as motivation? It's all based in judgment because... The idea is that we have a conclusion of the right outcome already in place. And so then we set up the motivation to get us to that outcome. So what what if instead, if there's something that you desire, you could get the energy of that thing that you would like to create and then ask questions about what it's going to take to get you there and then choose based on the questions, the awarenesses that you get from the questions that you ask. You know what, body, this is really uncomfortable. This extra weight is really uncomfortable. I really am not enjoying. I would really like to be able to play baseball with my kids and not be out of breath after 30 seconds. You know what, body, what would it take to get us there? What would it take to change this? What would it take to have more ease? Thanks, body. You're so awesome. Thank you for being with me all this time. What would it take for this to change? Wouldn't it be fun to have more ease? What could we choose that would get us there? Oh, the gym, huh? Hmm. I don't know. I haven't really liked the gym until now, but that's a really interesting point of view I have. Okay, buddy. Let's try the gym. Wow. Look at that. It's actually kind of fun to be here. You know, that's the kind of conversation that you could have. The questions that you could ask about what would create that thing that you would like to have in your life. In place of reading, looking at what the studies show, and then deciding and concluding that these are the habits you have to put in place and that these are the things you have to do repeatedly every day and that you need to 
shut up your awareness, tell your awareness to shut up because you've decided that that means you're not motivated and that you're just the lazy slob. How much more could you create with your life if you asked some questions and followed your awareness and were willing to choose something different every day instead of by someone else's idea of how to how these actions that we call habits are going to create this expected outcome, which is a conclusion and a judgment. So everywhere you have used judgment as motivation to create your life instead of choice, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad. Pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. How much have you used judgment as motivation? How much have you used judgment and bought that as motivation and bought it as the right and correct thing to do to get you to a certain outcome? All right, we are going to take a break and then come back and talk a little bit more about habits and choices and motivation. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Z.fm. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class, who struggles to connect, who's bright but still not making the grade, have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. You are listening to me, Petrina Fava, talking about 
habits and choices, and we were talking all about um, do you really need to create habits and do habits actually take you out of your awareness and take you out of choice? If you're functioning from habit, are you choosing or are you on autopilot? Are you just repeating the same thing because you think, because you conclude, because you've judged that that is the correct outcome, that that is the correct thing to do in order to achieve an, uh, an outcome? Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, you know, the quote-unquote good habits versus bad habits and just bringing up addictions in the chat room. Um, you know, they're really essentially the same thing. So like, you know, there's so much energy of judgment around habit. Everywhere everywhere I turn, everywhere I look, there's the energy of judgment, right? So what have we decided are good habits? What have we decided are bad habits? And does it even really matter? Because essentially, a bat, when you have... So if you're, for example, biting your nails, you're on autopilot, right? You're on autopilot. If you're smoking, if you are a heavy smoker, you are really on autopilot. It's something you're doing without even noticing. Like, you you know, my, my daughter bites her nails and, and she'll be like, oh my God, I can't help it. Yeah, actually you can because you can choose not to put your fingers in your mouth. So, and the same thing, it's the exact same thing with these other habits that we call good habits. So, you know, if you, if you wake up and you you know, do 10 sit-ups every morning without question, you're on autopilot. So everywhere we look, good habits or bad habits, the energy really of those is the same. It's just that we've judged some to be good ones and some to be bad ones. And we justify our good habits because we, we think that they're going to create an outcome that we judge is a positive outcome. But the point is that none of this is awareness. None of this is choice. It's all judgment. It has to be. Because you you have to have a judgment in place about what the expected outcome is and that, that that outcome is a good outcome in order to maintain habits. So now what else is possible? You know, would you be willing to look at all those things that you do by habit and ask a question instead? If it's of your body, could you ask your body, hey body, would you actually like to do 10 sit-ups? this morning. Yes? Okay, awesome. No? Okay, cool. What else? Um, ask questions like, how, you know, what would I like my day to look like today? How can I create this? What would be fun? What would be expansive? What would create my future? And if you're getting annoyed that I'm talking a lot about fun, <laughs> you might want to look at that. Because what if life really is supposed to be fun? What if life is meant to be fun? What if it doesn't have to be about suffering and getting into habits so that you can get an expected outcome because that's what life is about? You can have those things that you desire, like good grades and the body that you would like and, and the rest that you require and the you know, the business, a thriving business. You can have all those things without habits. You can. You know why? Because you can choose. You can ask a question and then you can choose based on your awareness. You don't need to form a habit. When you go on a sexy vacation to Jamaica, do you need to make a habit of getting out of bed in the morning? No, 
you jump out of bed because there's a beach waiting for you two steps away. You're excited. You don't need to make a habit. You just choose it. It's the same for everything except that we have judgments. So all of the judgments that you have about all the right and wrong things in your life and everywhere you're ignoring your awareness about what you do not wish to choose and calling that lack of, what's that word? <laughs> lack of stamina or lack of willpower. Will you please destroy and uncreate all that baloney? Right, wrong, good and bad, pawn and puck, all nine choice, boys and beyond. Willpower is nothing but suffering for an expected outcome. And it's not required because you can have ease and you can have joy and you can have fun and you can choose. But you know what you got to do first? You got to ask a question. So if you're starting with a judgment and you're starting with a conclusion, ease and fun and joy and lightness is really difficult to get to. If you start with a question about how you can create your life with ease, then you just might be able to start seeing the possibilities, a whole bunch of them that you probably didn't even expect or that you didn't know existed. So what else is possible besides functioning from habits? What if you could sleep when you when your body desired to sleep? What if you could eat when your body desired to eat? What if you could allow your children to eat whenever they chose to eat? If you are around children, I really invite you to watch them closely and to ask yourself, where are they functioning from awareness that I am not? And what can I, what can I learn from them by observing their ability to function from awareness and to just choose without overthinking everything? They're fun to watch. Kids are fun to watch. And they're amazing teachers if we would just be willing to lower our barriers and not be such superior assholes to them. <laughs> How much do kids know about using their awareness and asking their body and choosing things based on what they know is going to work for them instead of creating habits? So thank you all so much for being here today. Uh, what an interesting discussion about habits and choices. Thanks for listening to Messy Adventures in Living. What if the magic to create your life is in your own hands? Have a great week choosing your own messy adventure. Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Petrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on a2zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.